This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. My name is Dale and I'm host as always. Alongside me, a man who did well to run as fast as he could for a long distance. I did do that. It's Matt Bungard. Thanks, mate. That's all right. I'm very proud of you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. And a man who watched his team score from a long distance running very fast, it's Mitch Shaw. Good. I am no more or less proud of you than I was yesterday. Oh. Bungard, or the day before. Uh, that's fine, because yesterday and the day before were both post-marathon, so I choose to think that those three days, as a collective, <laughs> you were more proud of me than you were on Saturday. This swayed me. Yeah, they have. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we'll never know the answer to that question. We won't. Uh, my legs don't really work, but that's okay. That's all right. You don't need them. Don't. This is a, this is an, an audio medium, it's not true. a not a I visual don't need medium. To pedal the the like generator. How do you think this podcast happens? There's <laughs> a series Paul of. Paul probably outside. thinks there's some sort of pedal operated generator powering the audio. I mean, well, he does pedal some some mm. silly views. Spicy. Yeah. Alrighty, my apologies, one and all. Alrighty, okay. we move on to Thursday night. We'll get yeah, into this. Oh God, speaking of apologies. Penrith 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pan- Fuck uh, off. Penrith 16. West Tigers 2. Uh, Penrith come out on top in the Cleary Cup, the most contrived piece yeah. of silverware possibly ever invented. But it wasn't invented. We <laughs> made it up. There's, there's no real trophy. Are we sure? There was a trophy. They gave out a trophy. Was it called the Cleary Cup? It was called the Cleary Wait, Cup. Wait, was there... They I... gave it to him after the game. Okay, I, I need you to be... Real or fake. I don't... Is he doing a bit? <laughs> I don't remember this happening. No, no, it happened on the Del line, Roots. On the are line you doing a bit? I'm not shitting you. Really? Yeah. All right. The 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 two youngest children gave it to dad. This is. I uh, gave it to gave it to I, Nathan. Sorry. What? Wait, who made the cup? Did, did, so did the clear. That was my question. It was like, what is happening? I'm very confused. But this is already more interesting than the game, which was shit. It was the only shit game of the. It was a bad. It was a stain on the otherwise otherwise a perfect great perfect round, round rugby, rugby league. league. Uh, I would. We'd like to talk about Dallin Watanese's next performance at fullback. I thought he was fantastic. Yep. Uh, really just showcasing what kind of talent he is. Gives them a little bit of a headache when they do get Dylan Edwards back because I think he's just been that good since he moved to fullback. Um, Tyron Peachy thrown out wide. Looked really good again. Villama Kakao, good again. Maloney's been good all year. But yeah, um, West, they, you know, they had that great game against the Cowboys. But, you know, even those years when the Tigers were shit house and the Cowboys were red hot, they'd still usually beat the Cowboys at Leichhardt. Yeah. Um, and we might that might, last week might have been somewhat of a mirage. They really struggled to put set plays together here, and they looked completely second best. It it was for me like I thought that some of their players played well enough, but just as a team they were hopeless in attack. They were okay in defence, but like yeah. you, you can defend as much as you want, but if you can't put the ball over the stripe, then it's really well, really tough. This to win was games. something we touched on earlier in the year when they were winning games on the back of their defense. It was like at some point they might not be bad in defense, but they'll just be okay. And in this game, they yeah. were just okay. But when you score two points, it's really difficult to win football games. Yeah, exactly. My right. major issue was with Elijah Taylor at hooker. That was my major issue mm-hmm. with the Tigers the entire game. I mean, I know they're trying to find ways to play ET and get minutes out of him. And I uh, know Little isn't fully fit, and I, he has been named to start this week, which is good. But, mate, that service dummy half in that first half was a disgrace. I mean, yeah. I, I get he can probably do the softening up period for you, you know, the traditional softening up period, as they call it, at the start of the game. But mm. once the Tigers had some good ball down t- in uh, Penrith territory with, you know, 20 minutes gone on the clock, and Elijah Taylor's putting the ball behind Luke Brooks every time or taking a step every time he had to pass over 10 metres. He killed their attack almost single-handedly. Like mm. It's rough to say that about a player, but he did. Every time Luke Brooks got the ball or Benji got the ball, they had a defender in their face. It allowed Penrith to shoot out of the line. 
And it happened the same thing to the forwards. He couldn't even hit forwards in the chest in front of in front of the goal line. And he played fifty odd minutes there. Well, was it fifty seven odd minutes there? And it just wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I understand. This, yeah, it's, it's changed this week, but it's just one of those things that if you clear, he's been a good coach all year, but that yeah. was going so poorly that he just had to go away from tight because I understand you play him while he's playing when he's been playing a little thirty five minutes. But if he comes on for the last thirty five and you're already down sixteen, what's the bloody point? Yeah. I understand wanting Taylor in the middle for his defence, but come on. Oh, yeah, they're trying to find ways to use yeah. him, which is fair yeah. enough, because they're just, you know, when they first brought Elijah Taylor there and he was the core of that side, they didn't have Russell Packer, Ben Madalena, Matt Eisenhuth, or Alex Tor no. doing it, you know, where they've got all these guys to give minutes to, but yeah. One, you know, and then, as you said, there just was not much in attack in this game. They really missed Mahe Fanua's, you know, whack shit, getting him yeah. out of that side. <laughs> uh, of I missed side. him. I missed him. But he's back this week. They've made a lot of changes and to his back, so maybe they'll see some more spark and attack, but... They just they offered nothing on, on how, this night. How do we think the Wittenny Zelezniak felt about this whole hype being about the Clearies? <laughs> Feel a bit well, there was no Wittenny Zelezniak Cup, which is a what a joke, a slight on the great family. Absolute disgrace. Uh, probably because it would have been more expensive to get that printed. Too many letters. Yeah. Too, too much engraving. Are you, pa- are you paying p- paying per letter? If you're paying an engraver per letter, you're getting stitched up. Sh- there. Channel Nine are much. definitely not paying for that. Uh, yeah, as you said, it's going to be interesting in the coming weeks where they try and fit about sixteen into twelve. Uh, because they, to me, this game showed that Wests are an, a team full of okay players uh, who have other okay players waiting to take their spot. Right? <laughs> Do like, like they're okay. Like they're okay. That, yeah. And I don't feel like that's a yeah. slight because for the last three or four years they've been absolutely fucking garbage. Do we but, think they overhyped that Tyron Phillips finish a little bit? Yes. I didn't think it was that I've, impressive. I and they were going on like it was um, old was, mate. It was like seven better finishes this week. Yeah, it, was, it, it was no Nathan Ross. Let me put it to no. you. It was a good heads up play. He, jump, he jumped quite high but there wasn't really any need to jump yeah. that high. My, my take was that he knew that Nofaluma would try and take him shoulder to shoulder. It was a smart finish. Decided don't, to don't go get over it the twisted. But they were hyping it up like it was the, one of the great finishes, and I just really... It was, as you that. said, it wasn't the best finish of the round, so... Before we move on, just shout out to Michael Cheekham. Good to see him. He had a good game there, again. And it uh, looks like he might have allowed out a first-grade spot. He's starting on the edge this week, but that's a guy who, you know, had a lot of potential for a while. We all mm. thought he wasted it, and, and he's... he's and good, Chris McQueen's alive. Who knew? He is alive. Cool. Is is Michael Cheekham the only player to get a try assist with his face this year? <laughs> yeah, I still think so. I, I'm around that. If, probable. As long, as long as we can get more players like that into the comp, then yep. I'll be happy. Uh um, yeah, we have to talk about this. Paramount of 14, New Zealand Warriors, 24 at the I Olympic Stadium. I don't think it was that bad. No, that's it was a decent right, game. Yeah, honest. I enjoyed it. Isaac Luke show, again. Man, he's playing well. He he is seems to me to be a man with a point to prove at this at this point. He he goes out there, like he scored that try, and he stood over everybody and celebrated. And I know that that was the, really the try that sealed the game, but... <laughs> How good. He, he enjoyed it. My favourite moment of the round, maybe, uh, was Will Smith milking that penalty... And then dropping the ball a play later, and I, after sorry, telling Isaac Luke like to fuck off and get back to the ten because so that because they got the penalty, and mm. then dropping the ball like two tackles later, and Isaac Luke getting in his face. It, it, fi- it felt great. a very Parramatta play this season. Yeah, I know. I know they spoke about Dylan Napa looking like a prize fighter after he headbutted uh, Corbin Sims, but. There is no man who struts like a prize fighter more in the NRL than Isaac Luke when anything goes his way. Eh? True, hey. <laughs> he loves it. He loves it when he scored that try, same thing. But as you said, his form. It's a real catalyst for the Warriors' season. And again, in this game, he's come in with the lack of uh, Tuvasa Shek with his giving birth to... Sorry, he's, he's not giving birth. He's partnering giving birth I was going to say, that's, it, that's quite that impressive. What can't he do? Yeah, and then um, with, without Sean Johnson again, and he kind of led the way. I know it's only Parramatta, but it's also their first win at ANZ in seven years. So, you know, 
only Parramatta, but it's a hurdle they had to get over, over yeah. and Parramatta played tough again, and they found a way to win, which is nice to see. But I'm getting, again, I'm getting offended by them sending the Fuss tries to the video referee to the bunker. That, That's the real crisis we're talking <laughs> about with referees. If you check the Fuss one more time, I'm coming down to that bunker. Should, should that have noise. replaced the It's Broken article, perhaps, this week? The, the bunker checking Fuss tries. Yeah, exactly right. That should just be it. The game is broken. Another Fuss or two a try checked. That's it. Uh, again, the... <laughs> You know, much better than the uh, than the Phillips put down. But yeah, uh, no it was. But yeah, Peter Hicku had a little handy game at fullback too. And some, we said when they signed him last year, it was a smart signing. People forget after you have five or six bad weeks in rugby league off the back of an injury, you're not ended as a rugby league footballer, you know, a top grade footballer. And he's been a really handy signing for them and filled in admirably at fullback there. And just shows, I mean, Jared Beale being in, not a fantastic player, but him coming into your side now over the likes of Blake Ashford or John O'Reilly, we've had in previous years, shows the step in class that they've, they've become this year in the Warriors. Mm. Uh, the favourite part of the game for me, the trial, was it Petter Hicko on the right-hand side who just decided to go around Bevan French, <laughs> go underneath him? I don't need to be tackled. Yeah. Uh, alrighty, move on to the next game. Game of the round? Mate, oh. I would say game of the season. It'll be it was a it great again. game of rugby league. Brisbane 28, Eastern Suburbs 22 at Lang Park. Chiboy, Jermaine. That, that for me is the talking point of this whole match is Cooper Cronk on skates. There's so many know. talking points here. <laughs> there is. Like, we, could, we could do a podcast Cooper episode Cronk about this game was scared to itself. defend because Pangai had been run at him like 45 times and he just had no interest in tackling anybody. Yeah. Um, he didn't sign up for that shit. That was a great, <laughs> great, great, great tactic by Wayne was to kick Pango out to the left and have him run at Cronk all day. Worked, mm. worked to a T. Um, but, man, the, the battle between Mitchell and Roberts was fantastic. One of my favourite moments of rugby league in the last couple of years, just, that battle. Just, just awesome. The, yeah. Just, they, uh, you know, you, you think at halftime you thought, oh, that's it, Luttrell's won this, whatever. And then we come back, you know, he, had, he, was, he was up on points, but with a couple of rounds left and I think Roberts another knockout blow. Yeah. You know, I think he, he got in twice that were just in ways that, Players, not many players in the con can beat opposition players. You know what, what, what Latrell did to Roberts in terms of, of a strong fend. There's a couple of guys around who can do that. There ain't many people who can do what Roberts did. The first one, let alone the second one. The second one, I don't know if anybody else in the comp can do what he did in that mm. situation. Mm. Fantastic it, try. And the first one was just nice to see for Roberts in terms of centre play. I know so Latrell forced it on him, but it's very rare Jimmy the Jet moves before he receives the ball, if you get me. like Really good centres and class centres over the last 20 years have beaten guys before they've even touched the ball. Like there's, you know, Renolf was, spe- was a special at it with the out- off the out ball. Jewel uh, Chambers right now is fantastic. Even Jamie Lyon was quite good at it at his size. And Roberts is quite reliant on his, on his speed and athleticism and he'll be happy to catch the ball and try and beat a guy after it. But him beating Robert Luttrell before he caught the ball, stepping inside him, and then going around him after he caught it, yeah, like it that, that really set special. me off. <laughs> and then the other try. I mean, what do we what do we say? I mean, nothing <laughs> like receiving the ball middle of the field, thirty meters out from your own line, with a the set defensive line, and scoring a try by going around a team it was brilliant. It was um, it was video game ish. It was. Joe Fangawa got three Dalian points. I don't know. I thought he was really good. Yeah, but... That was a classic case. I looked at the stat sheet. Ah. That's what they did. The big, the big man, Daryl Because he, he played 78 minutes at lock, which is um, a big stint for him. He, he made a lot of runs, a lot of tackles. That's what they've looked at. But, uh, you know, it's hard to... How do you not give it to just Roberts? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just how? Because you know, it wasn't really... One thing with this game, it wasn't really like either team particularly played fantastic. So they both had a, a massive crack. Kind of thing. The Broncos oh, made I, a lot I of I would have been happy to give the three to whichever one of those centers won the game. Yeah. Um, the Simbin. Uh, okay. Well, we have to talk about it, Mitchie. I oh, know. I, um, I I don't understand, Dale, why. 
and this has happened half a dozen times in the last couple of years. I don't understand why people's defense of this is, oh, I didn't mean it. <laughs> he's what not the fuck kind of, are you talking about? Man, People don't mean of, to do high that tackles. Kind of That's why they're called careless high tackles every week, you morons. It's that one, and also he stepped. Who cares? That's not the point. It's like saying, oh, a guy ducked and then he got coat hangers. It's still a penalty. He um, just stepped in front of the car, Your Honor. He didn't, yeah, I didn't I, mean to hit him. I didn't have any issue with it. No, neither. I mean, maybe you can make an argument that he didn't need to be Simbin, but it was clearly a penalty. So Yeah, and it, it's the first Simbin in, in, for foul play in NRL history. It's the first time the rule's been used. It's yep. been brought in, so fair enough. That's the first one. And I understand he wasn't trying to headbutt him. I get that. He still had his head forward, and he, he was going to... Even if he hit the shoulder, it was a penalty either way, yep. by the way. But the whole point is that he made contact with the head, and I don't understand why rugby league fans don't give a shit about protecting players. No, no They give no shits. Like, you watch every other sport about someone getting hit in the head like that, that pl- someone's off the field. That mm-hmm. would have been a red card in Union, no yeah. doubt about it. I know it's not, Union's not perfect, but there's things like you'll touch someone's head in a ruck, you'll get yellow carded in a game in Union. Yeah. In league, people give no fucks that someone has got their head taken off like that. Yeah. With all what we know about CT already, it's stupid. I just I couldn't believe that the lack of people who were all oh he stepped into it. It's I fine. mean I could believe it because yeah, that was going to be my I can believe people it. are stupid. That but I think I, is the problem. If it is, and then we had a much more hilarious Simbin. Just towards the end. Ah, uh, Panga, you grew up. <laughs> just true I, spite. I loved it. I, I loved every second of it. I know that we don't like to uh, harp on and say that we love foul play, but uh, that kind of dark arts, I'm <laughs> about. Like Adding more to your game. Ki- yeah, I know. He's, he's adding more to the resume. We're pages. But, yeah. like, you know, it didn't need to be done. No. He yeah. got a sin bin. <laughs> what, how, long was off, how long was he off for? 28 seconds. 28 seconds. Yeah. Great use of the sin Great bin. Great use of the sin bin. Um, Excellent. Yeah, the, um, honestly, the intent on, thing, though. Intense just, it, it's such a stupid, he, hackneyed argument. It doesn't what, make sense What to was me. his intent when he shot out of the line? To smash him. I think yeah. I've, I've said this on this show before, but I'll say it again because this shuts up anyone that wants to talk about intent. You may as well never call a knock-on again because the guy didn't mean to drop the ball. Mm, like, what yeah. are we doing here? Like... Intent is not... That's why we have reckless and careless things. Yep. Yeah, and they were, it was reckless and careless. And it came out in the end that Wayne Bennett actually went really hard at the NRL about this. And then Todd Greenberg himself agreed that it, we would have suspended him for it. The match review committee didn't agree. Fair enough. But Which Todd said himself that, that he believes that it was reckless and Can careless. Can you explain to me... Like, I, I know I'm, I might be looking at this with one eye, but how does Sam Burgess get two weeks for the Morris thing? I can't explain. And somehow story. Napa walks away from this. Like I, 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 I just get not... the head thing probably saved him because it was his head, which is, is silly. Because in the end, I know he's he, like, he, the way he launched at him. He's, he threw his whole upper body at him. And I mean, credit to Napa. He's found a way to try and shoulder charge people without using his arm, without you know, without getting penalised. <laughs> he's, he's an been innovator. Doing it for a while, he's an innovator. But he, he just went wrong this, this occasion. And, but yeah. when you when you take when you go out of the line like he did, yeah. you take that risk. That is the intent. And you, people were mentioning the James Graham tackle on Dave Tyrrell in oh the twenty fourteen grand final. Not the same. No. We're going, I feel like we're going a long way back to try and justify this kind of tackle. We it are. is. Because it this happens not- all the time. It's, yeah. it's absurd. I just don't understand why, as you said, why we're so intent on justifying reckless behavior. On yeah. The yeah. It's like, and as you said, it's careless and reckless. It's like, I remember I got sent off once in the game and my, I was two or three minutes into the game. Before we played this team, we played a few times. They had a really good 5-8 and a big ranger. We, my coach is jamming up before the game. You've got to go out there and make a difference. You've got to go out there and hit him. And the first time I went at him in defense, he carded the ball, ran at me. He saw me charge out a line at him, and he stepped, and I took his fucking head off. I coat-hanged him, knocked him out, and got sent off. But mm. instantly, it was like, like I, as soon as I hit him, I got up like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. And then it's like, oh, I, will, I didn't mean to take his head off, but I did mean to hit him. Like, yeah. I, meant to, I meant to whack that guy. Yeah. Like, I'm off the field, and that, that's it. I didn't, I didn't intend to swing mm. arm him in the head, but I tended, no. I tended to whack him, and that's it. Like, Napa went out there to make a difference. 
tried to put wrong. a shot on, which it, he often does, and that's went, fine. And it that went was wrong. Po- and that was part of the game. That was the point that the referee made during the game. He said. They said oh, a friend said, "Oh, mate, it's two big blokes running at each other, and he stepped and he's hit him." It's like, yeah, but it's still contact with the head. It doesn't matter if he hit him with his knee, with his shoulder, with his head. Mm. If you hit a bloke like that when he's not necessarily vulnerable, but if you make forceful contact to the head, it's a penalty. Yeah. As you say, whether it's a sin bin is fifty-fifty. I thought it was a sin bin because of the the the. Well, vol- I didn't actually know the rule. I was messaging you guys, being like, "Why isn't he sent off?" I was very confused. But, yeah, the new rule. Not but, that it would have yeah. made a difference with. Eight minutes to go, whatever it was, but yeah, still. Of course, as as I said, I didn't have a problem with it. I think that you know, on another day, it may not have been a sin bin. It may have just been. I been can't a penalty. believe he wasn't suspended. That's but yeah, ridiculous. I mean, people complaining about this are the kind of people that you know you uh, can't you can't reason with. Anyway. in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think Warren Smith. If you want to see some good, I think measured points on this, go look at his. his he he pulled a few people's pants down and left them in the tent. I'll read it later. Yeah, probably. Well, um, anyway, probably back to idea. this actual football game. It was yeah. an absolute. It was a cracker. Fantastic. It, I think you know if you're a Roosters fan, you obviously pretty disappointed to go up and play a young Broncos side like this and not and come away with the chocolates. Just, I, I hate to bring it back to this, but isn't this the shittest part about this? Is well, that we have a absolutely great game and everyone just wants to talk about a contentious yeah. referendum. Yeah. It's happen- it happens every week, it seems. Well, it's, there was some, t- some tough stuff in this game that you found out. I didn't realise, but Joe Fangarway's uh, partner has been diagnosed with breast cancer too. So mm-hmm. he got given uh, the man of the match after the game. And that was tough. And then Contoni Stag- or Cotoni Stag, sorry, um, he is from Wellington, New South Wales, right? And he's... Um, yep. He was when he grew up, his parent didn't know his father. Met his father at seventeen. His mum was out of the jail, so he lived with his nana. Anyway, night of the game, his nana went into went into the hospital in Brisbane. So the first thing he did, if he saw post game, he's over there crying in the arms of his mum. Yeah, I saw that. He's, he's crying, saying he wants my nana. And it's like Jesus. Oh, it's like so there's like you know, there's way better things to talk about in this game than there was this than this Dylan. Arthur and he looked really good. And he, he, he looked did. good. He, you know, there's definitely some defensive mistakes. Obviously, on his yes. Yeah. But, but it just you know, sometimes you throw youth in there and things happen for them. And I think it's um, it's been a while for the Broncos to see a good young batch coming through. Probably since the two thousand and eight batch that, are, that are, the dregs are still left in our side. But there's a, quite a few now that since Wayne's been back and you know Stags is an example, Pangai Haas, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's good to see them coming. But um, hmm. I think there's a position in that team where you put where you put Tevita Pangai and he's not the best Bronco in. Like just, just the way he's been playing for us this year, like. On the left edge, as you said, running down Kronk's throat, create something happened. It was a brilliant and, game mm, plan. Um, put him at fullback. Why not put him at seven? Oh, mate, that's yeah, that's got to stop too. Darius Boyd defending in the line, it almost cost him the game. That that last try, the boy corner kicked through. Mate, yeah, terrible. He was nowhere near it. He, well, not that he was also nowhere near it. It's the fact that he was two men off off the ruck, and he was the fastest man driving the line speed on tackle four. And it's like, mate, okay, if you're doing that. It's, so it's, either be you're wrong. it's either you're wrong or the system's wrong because yeah. you did that and nobody swept if you're doing that someone has to be sweeping behind you usually the other half but yeah. no one swept and then he had no option but to dribble in behind that was it it's like there was corners 10-15 10, 10 15 metres like away from him <laughs> yeah. he points to where he wants the ball yeah. I, I as a defender would see that as a clue and perhaps move but, but as uh, you say nobody went with him that no, was um, terrible yeah. yeah and then we had the moment the Osako try I mean <laughs> Just yeah, fantastic. Ballsy, that guy. ballsy play. Ballsy play. Um, dummies to nobody. <laughs> Throws that large dummy. Skips through. Probably back out footy move. Leaves Cronk on skates. But, you know, that guy, from, in terms of rookie season, what has he won the Broncos three or four games yep. now? He's and also excellent. stepped up in pressure moments to equalise big gains as well. He's, he's been fantastic and mm-hmm. um, looks I, like the, the future fullback for the club, which is yep. good to see. I enjoyed Osako running past all of the Broncos middles in that try. Everybody. With that, with that yeah. their hands all up going, please just... Don't don't take, don't get caught for a shepherd. Anyway, oh, Blake Ferguson though, can he play the Broncos every Man, week? My it, lord, yeah. Yeah, he got bad. saved by a couple fifty fifty calls as well. I mean, yeah. he he he's been bad against us for a while now. 
Alrighty, uh, Gold Coast thirty three, Newcastle Another great game at Rabina Stadium. I really enjoyed this. A good God. game. This is the, one of the first times in a while I feel sorry for Knights fans. This game, really, lordy. Mate, I, th- I think this hot take worst Knights loss since Wayne Bennett left. Jeez, that's a big call. Well, they have, they're supposed to have a good team now, right? Yes. Then they go out there. They go up two scores with ten minutes to go against the Titans with eleven men on the field. With eleven that's, men on the field, that's a very good point. And yep. lose the football game. Like, mm. I don't know. I he, don't makes know. A I don't good, he makes a good point. He does. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. They, they had 11 men on the field at one point, and they, they had two guys sing in throughout, and then the moment they had 13 back on, the, the, Titans wilt, the Knights wilted. I don't know. Yeah. I, that's, you know, supposed to be a good team now. It's supposed to be better than this. I, I would be interested to see Brown's comments in the post-match about the mentality of the team. I'm sure that he was glowing uh, with his praise. <laughs> uh, I would say, though, like, but, you know, they're... The silver lining for this is that most of their star recruits, if you like, still looked really good. Like SASA was great. Ponga good. was fantastic. Uh, was uh, fantastic. Watson was better than he was last Michael week. Gordon. That did happen. Michael Gordon yeah. also made a fantastic tackle. Future immortal. Michael, Michael Gordon, Gordon played well. This was yeah, his best game well. of the season. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, but yeah, as you said, brutal loss to take. You can't be like. First of all, the Titans get that sin bin and they force an error. What was it? Three tackles later. When yeah. the Knights were taking line, you, and then they march up the other end and score, like, yeah, just really bad. Re- really, just a really bad loss for them. It, uh, and I know you mentioned some of the good off-season signings, but Hyington and, and Jacob Lilliman have been op- almost the exact opposite. They're barely using Lilliman. He's playing twenty minutes a game, and he's not in the eight seven again this week. And then Josh King's playing first grade, and I said it last week, and say it again this week. He can't be there. Mm. He's our, just soft. our friend Harold Ramage was not pleased. He's just soft. He 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 was possibly uh, under the influence of certain recreational substances overseas, but he, he was. was not pleased. No, it was well, that long pipe he sent us a photo. <laughs> that, that photo that, that has to go online. Harry, please put it online. Please, it's Harry. fan that photo fantastic. is top tier. Yeah. But yeah, he's right because I don't get it, um, and I don't really see what he offers. Yeah, and I mean this is, again. You played the Titans that they played props on either edge in this game as well. That's it, and then. You left Keegan Hipgrave alone. He ripped in. And then uh, I, I was pretty impressed, though. I think I mentioned him quite a few times on the podcast in the past, but Alex Brimson, I thought, had a pretty good game in this and made a nice try-saving tackle that you couldn't have paid Kane Elgy money to do for, in a, for a Titans jumper recently. Oh, mate, that was a great tackle. Mm, Bloody hell. Great. I forgot so, about that. And that's, what that's the kind of thing Titans fans Fitz want to Fitzgibbon's right? been so good near the line as well for, yeah, for the last year and a half. Right he's been one that of the best, to be honest. Yeah. It, was great, it was great. But, yeah, it was, a, it was a handy little fight back from the, from the Titans. But he said it was a cracker game, just both ways, but... I think it's a it's a terrible loss for for the Knights. My boy Tony Don, what a player! <laughs> How many did he get this week? Only one, but he was oh. invo- he was heavily involved. He yeah. tried. The great uh, man. Yeah, and Jairo again continues his form. I hope he gets picked for Origin for Queensland, but I don't think he will game one. But he's got to be on the bubble at least. When does when does Tony Don jump the shark with commentators calling him underrated every week? Oh when, mate, uh, I think he hasn't got enough years left. When for that is to he happen. in the Mitch Orbison, Craig Fitzgibbon category? I think the Mitch Orbison one is funny because he hasn't had a single good game in like two years. At least Don's still playing well, but Orbison will be till the grave underrated. I mean, Orbison could play four hundred games. He's gonna. Well, he plays two fifty four this week. He would still be in the most underrated NRL. He'll clock three hundred and still be. Oh, he's so underrated. Yeah, I wouldn't back him to clock three hundred. Hey, hey, hey. Could be, could be up there. You know. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, nice sort of comeback from the Titans and some signs there, in the, in, some signs of life from some of the young players, which is good. Yeah. Which is good, especially for you know Titans, the Gold Coast. They need a team to win, and mm-hmm. one win, maybe they'll get some fans through the door. Maybe. Mm. Uh, moving on to Saturday evening, uh, <sighs> Melbourne. Fo- <laughs> Excuse me. North Queensland. There we go. Nineteen South Sydney. 
20 up at Townsville Stadium. Top four. Um, (laughs) So the Cowboys. Grim. I don't want to hear a bad word about the Cowboys. I just want to hear about uh, how well South's played. South's good. No Sam Burgess, no Alex Johnson, and you somehow pull a win out of nowhere against this cooked Cowboys. Yeah, really brave performance from this team. This is a game they would... Mate, I don't care who they're playing. I I know, I know. You lose your best player and Sam Burgess in the same game. That was a plot (laughs) twist. (laughs) I genuinely didn't see that coming. Boom, swerved. Um, I think we can give Damian Cook that number nine jumper for New South Wales. I agree as well. What a player. My goodness, what a try. No, he's not good enough in defence. He made 46 tackles. No, he's not good enough in defence. Fair enough. When you're right, you're right. Uh, (laughs) Man, he's so bloody good. I love him. Yeah, yeah, let's not hammer the Cowboys as much as we'd like to. They'd uh, know Matt Scott as well for a while in this game. But again, they got nothing out of, again, that terrible back line. Got nothing out of almost all of it. They tried something different. Finally, they changed one thing. They put Michael Morgan at fullback. And Tamari Martin at five, at five eight, and that was okay-ish. There was some yeah. signs of life. To, that Anari Tuala bloke smashed Inglis a couple of times. Yeah, he's was, good. Like, yeah. Just play him. Just play and him. apart from that back-breaking error, Corey Jensen was really good off the bench as well. My, my, but, I think the biggest illustrative issue for this for me is that Antonio Winnerstein scored your two tries. Yeah, the rest of your points came another. from the th- come from people <laughs> kicking. Yeah, he also bombed another. And he, he wasn't did. good again, but he scored two tries. But yeah, just. Just so cooked. And then the tool has uh, got to play for me. Justin O'Neill's not really offering much. Say this Hampton. I mean, how Cook Winnerstein is. Anyway. Oh, Ben Hunter sunken with disappointment. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's a hunt. Drop it like it's a hunt. Drop it like it's a hunt. It's a beautiful thing, Dale, when the Drop It Like It's Hunt Award can transition from one player to another when those two players are directly involved in one play at the end of the game. Because Adam Reynolds, for that kickoff out in the full, <laughs> was probably going to get it this week. Yep. Until. Well, I mean, e- even before then, even before the call was made that we'll get onto. That left-footed drop goal attempt Left-footed was drop goal into, a, into an opposition player. Bad. Bad. So, but but bailed out by Jake Granville being 17 metres offside. I mean, I think he Gra- was so Jake, far Jake Granville was actually behind Adam Reynolds <laughs> when he caught the ball. He yeah. was so far offside that even after the game, like the mouth breathers on Facebook weren't even like, oh, we were robbed. There was like no rest faulting. It was, it was bizarre, like, uh, okay. That's how offside he was. Um, so, yeah, Jake Granville shoots out of the line about four years before the ball is played. Um, like, there's the actually another game. Well. There's, no, there's another game going on at this point. He's that far in front. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and, and Souths really pulled it, out of, pulled it out of their ass with that nice short dropout. Not, got the ball out of Kyfield's hand and got down there somehow to create an opportunity. But Just yeah, like Jake Granville. Drew it up. Terrible. Well, Reynolds had missed that um, attempt just, just moments earlier as well when he hit that the That was post. terrible. That was, a, he doing? that was a terrible one. Um, George Burgess' first try since 2015. Wow, it's been a while. Yeah. Continues to bar- he barged over so frequently. We got a lot in career. 13 and 14. But yeah, he's he off did. the nudie run. That's a real loss for the punters. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> what about GI back at fullback, mate? I mate, thought, he um, looked fantastic. His best footy of the season. But as there. you and I were talking before the show started, it raises a separate issue, which is that if you put him at fullback, you really, really, really have a hole at centre. And mm-hmm. Johnston has played well this year. For better or worse, he's not GI, but he's played well. For, for me, I, GI has to stay at centre. 
I agree. Because you, what you lose moving him exactly. to fullback is is significantly more than what I you I feel the exact with. same way. Not that he's not better than Alex Johnson, he still is as good yeah. as Johnson's been, but you leave this massive hole at center if Inglis goes to fullback. And fact then if you put Inglis back to fullback and Johnson has to go to the wing, you have to drop someone like Campbell Graham or Richie Kennard yeah. who've been playing well. So I just think you need to um do some stuff you've done in the past and things that Broncos did with Hodges is just for some sets, just let Joe do what he wants. Oh yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's all, that's all, that's all I think. You've got to get him once he just seemed to automatically like click the fire was lit when he went back to fullback. He was all over the pitch again and, and making things happen and made that great break down the left. Break. Yeah, he was fantastic um, at fullback again. So yeah, I know what you mean. I you know I'd like to see him at fullback because I think that'd make you it makes you a stronger contender having that player of that class there. But as you said, once you move him, you've had about three or four players play good on the wing and another yep. winger and you have a massive hole at centre. It doesn't make sense, really, to move, make that move. Unless, so. Who, who unless, played at centre last year in GI's place? Well, it was Heim or Hunt. Heim or Hunt. And yeah, it was... Oh, well, Talakai. And Talakai or um, the, bloke with the, the bloke with the top knot. What was his name? Fumarono. Fumarono. Yep. Yeah, there's a few. And Robert Jennings had a few games then. That was a disaster. They all sucked. Yeah. It was bad. Um, but... Bryson Goodwin was still there. Oh, you leave Bryson alone. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if Dewey looks okay there, then it's another conversation to have. Mm. But... Yeah. Or you can move. Or apparently, Mitch said Campbell Graham plays there in lower grades. Yeah, I don't know if he plays centre this early in first no, grade. No, well, I agree with that as well. Is, but on it, maybe you give it a crack in some games where they're playing a shit team, or the game's out of sight, or they're really far ahead or behind. I don't know. But yeah. yes, Inglis better fullback than Johnston, of course, best fullback of all time. But um, I think you lose too much at centre if you move him back. If there. we talk about moving a middle game, that doesn't doesn't mean much. They they're not going to be doing it in the next two weeks. Oh, uh, no, they've got a really tough they've got game. A tough really tough. They've got a tough fortnight. Oh, look, you know. Warriors, Warriors and then Cronulla. Oh, look, mate, it's just another... Just, a, just another, another day in paradise. When you just win every week, it doesn't seem to matter who's in front of you oh, mate, anymore. It doesn't matter. All righty, uh, Saturday night, Melbourne 4, Manly Warringah 24, oh, and Evan Flackfield in Melbourne. What a game. This was a game saved by Biff. The first God, half was no. As as uh, first half was dreadful. As as a as a friend of the pod said that the you know Cam Smith went on holidays and they threw a house party and yep. the police were called. Yeah, that's it. It's one oh. of those things like um, you all understand that it doesn't belong in the game anymore. No, but God, strong it's great. disagree. But God, it's great. No, I, I I'm <laughs> going on record in this, and I'm not trying to sound like some old hat talking about how tough much tougher the game was back in the day. No, I disagree. I think we need this. Yes? No, I, seriously, dude. You've got players like Walker and Josh Reynolds and other guys who've hid behind this no-punching thing for years. They act like grubs. They carry on. They get away with it with impunity knowing that nothing's going to happen to them. He actually well, if you ha- he was daring him to punch him. Yeah. yeah. If, 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 what are you, it's the reminds me of that. What are you going to do? Stab me. Quote from men who was stabbed. <laughs> uh, it's like... True. If there is an implicit threat that you could get punched in the face you say a lot less exactly yeah. I think no I genuinely think it's good for the game that some of these blokes have to toe a line between playing hard but fair and playing playing uh, doing things that are beyond the letter of the law and getting punched in the mouth we can't be like yeah we just can't be trying to protect people's heads and also saying well you can also knock each other out if you have to no but yeah. that's the other thing I saw people saying this was a coward punch it was the no. opposite of a the coward punch was they were face to face he was goading him into it up. they were squared up and he just let him have it when I was watching this live I, I kind of thought to myself oh, you know they're squaring up might be oh they're, pu- they're punching each other in the face <laughs> it's happening it's happening but you know, as you were saying, you can't you can't say don't don't hit each other in the head with your shoulders, but hit each other with your fists. Yeah, I, Curtis I, Scott getting walked, 
Fan bloody tastic. It was great. It was. All of them just look. You all been naughty. Everyone off to the bin. Like it was one of those things. Like we were watching it on the couch and we had a few beers all day. Me and some of my mates and the game was dull. Whatever that happened though, we all got like primal from that point on. Every single time was a tackle, everyone's up screaming. The scene scene in Mean Girls, everybody starts throwing people into the fountain and shit. Yeah, just screaming at the TV, hitting walls and stuff. And then all just got got real loose. But like it was like 2001: A Space Odyssey with the bones. Exactly right. But yeah, you know, and Curtis Scott did get him nice and clean too. I mean. Yeah, if that was on the jaw, walk on the ground. Well, yeah, boff. But, uh, right, right. Fractured the cheekbone. Chalk, Walker got the chat shit. Get hit, and uh, and he did take it quite well after the game. He stopped, did take it well. Six weeks from this, but, but fractured eye socket, broken cheekbone. Either uh, way, good, good hit. Well, well done. Just one man's take. Good for the game. But uh, yeah, so and then Appy Corusal, you know, he had a bit. Of, his was more of a cow punch than anything. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Curtis Scott did, but I had. I was also loving how he was going off the field, clapping to the crowd and giving people thumbs up. God, that was golden. It was you know, fantastic. You know what the rule is if you punch? No, no. That was the <laughs> best. That it? made that was no. the highlight of the weekend, and maybe ever was. DC just lying to the ref's no. face and laughing. What's he supposed to say there? It was so uh, good. Uh, We're not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get that as a drop oh, somehow. God. We need that as a drop. This game, fantastic. It was, um, it, well, it was good from there. It was oh, saved, let's be honest. Yeah, Gravity-defying try assist from DCA with that kick. How the fuck yeah. did that stay in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, from then on, like, Mel Manly just obviously ran all over them from then on. Like, Tommy Turbo had a, had a pretty good game himself, and then, yeah, they were just all over him, all over the park. I mean, you're down a player for, for that long in a game and already down Cam Smith. You know, mm. we'll see what happens when uh, the Manly, Melbourne play Manly without Cam Smith. Uh, Moses Suli gets his first first grade try. Wait, so what you're saying is they lost by 20 here when they had Kronk and no Smith, they yeah. lost by 40. <laughs> interesting. interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Good take. I'm here for it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, as I said, Moses Suli, first grade try, I believe. Good for him. Uh, uh, good and Trent Hulkinson's alive, so... Shout out. That that is good, you know. One is of the it? good, one of the good men of league. He scored six rugby league points. Oh, he did some game. points. That's good. good. Uh, we move on to yep. Glen Willow Oval in Mudgee, the yep. fine town of Mudgee uh, for St George Illawarra twenty five. The Dale Roots Bowl. eighteen. Um, I thought this was actually quite an exciting this is game. Sick. It's a great yeah. game. Yeah. The 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 te- both teams were just like you know what let's have some fun let's have some fun let's throw the ball around. Let's, you don't you have sounded to com- so much like a Channel 9 commentator you know, just then. Let's just have some fun. You, don't, you throw the ball around. You don't have and to And he says, yourself. you know what? Let's just have some fun. He says, let's play some ad-lib rugby league. It was great. It was a fantastic game. Like Right, right from the start, and there was some real whack tries. On the, on the yeah. whack shit scale, this is right up there. I think it's, it might be an all-time record. But yeah, <laughs> You had um, the Joey Le Lua weird try off, um, off the obstruction or whatever attempt oh, the shepherd attempt from yeah. Tarek Sims and Gath with it going nowhere mm. he had a quick tap try he had that try they scored where he just threw the ball a million times and Dufty kicked it he had Nick Cottridge put an old man uh, Jason Nightingale in retirement man he looked bad <laughs> It was it was a me. it was a bloody good game rugby league and it was, it was some real good stuff in the middle of the field as well. I thought and again DeBellin really stood up in this game as as per usual and, and had a real crack. I also thought um you know Josh Papali and that side of the ball had a pretty handy game in the middle as well. Mm. I think that there there was talk after the game at least uh, they the Saints knew that they were going to get you know whacked around a bit by by Canberra's pack. They knew that they had a quite large pack and they thought you know we've got to do something about this and put in a shift. And it felt like after last week of being absolutely. Torched off the park by, you know, a fine middle. I do happen to say, um, there you yeah. go. You got your credit. Take it, <laughs> soak it in. Well, he's know. enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, you know, after last week, they they as I said, they had to put in a shift, and they did. And and that that platform that was 
laid by the middles, allowed the other players to play as well as they did. And that also, sneakily, Jack White not being hot garbage the last few weeks since the um, might be the nicest thing you've ever said about Jack White since since the uh, the charges. He has not been that terrible at fullback. Hasn't really cost some points on a weekly basis. But they, yeah, he's been all right. They, I think they're one and three since then. So yeah, you know, it's been, it's been all right though. Yeah, and well, again, they small had things. This kind of game, I think it was. Moments kind of think that, that that it was one on as most games are, but the the Dragons key playmakers and, and, and big players stood up in certain moments. And then the other side of the ball, you didn't really get any lift from Caesar or Austin again in this game. Aiden Caesar, which is a few weeks ago, if you're a Raiders fan, you think, oh, finally we've got the guy we thought we were, we were waiting for. Yeah. And then two weeks later, you're like, oh, no, he's that he's that guy from last year again. No. He hasn't done much. It's unfortunate, but you know it just seems to be his Raiders career. And they're just um, a bit a bit light on troops, so they just haven't got much gas at some put periods in the game and that have lost um Tarpanay for a week this week and playing for Pali back on the edge but there, you know, it's what happens when you stack your your salary cap as weirdly as they have and you just have zero zero players outside of your top seventeen. Mm. Playing a resurgent manly. So, so yeah, down be, down that way, yeah. But um but Dragons they they have kind of hit a bit of a speed a mid season speed bump. Kind of thing. Right. They're still one, obviously, but they're not looking as red hot as they were three or four weeks ago. So no. interesting to see how they go over the, you know, the, with the Origin Big game this Saturday. Coming. Big double header this Saturday. Yeah, they got well. They got Origin fatigue coming for some of their players and, and all that kind of stuff. So we'll see how they go. They had been notorious hard preseason trainers the last couple of years. So we'll see if they can go the distance this year. That's how rugby league gives us that sometimes, Mitchell. It's top four all play each other this weekend That's on nice. the same day, back to back. That'll be fun. It will be fun. Not at the same ground though. Not at the same time. That would be very uncomfortable. Uh, uh, speaking of uncomfortable, chaos. Oh. This game, nah. Cronulla Sutherland twenty-two, Canterbury Bankstown sixteen. Let's pick next week's games. Alrighty, moving on to next week's <laughs> games. This, I, I watched this game on nine, and there was well, already you've. Made I know, a huge I know. Mistake. My apologies. There was a moment where they, I think, I think it was, it must have been Joey said. It just feels like every week the Sharks play like this. They just grind teams down. And I was like, you know yep. what? I feel exactly the same way, and it's not. I feel good. they have mentally ground me down. <laughs> I was, I, um, I was mince by the end. Yeah, this is this is the game that had a few nice moments in it, but on the whole, was was the grind you expected it to be. I yeah. mean, Jesse Ramian's try was was quite nice, and yeah, I think that's one thing the Knights fans will be cheering about getting him up there next year. I don't know how he manly looks, he can go, but he, he looks fantastic, and he's look, looked up to the task every week in first grade. Um, the nice little pass from Josh Dugan to give something to Edric Lee, who you know is still doing things. Apparently, Edric but Lee still exists. Incredible that he caught it. Let's and even um, even a nice kick from Matt Moylan for Val Holmes. Got, got three daily end points. Matt Moylan did he? Matty Moylan. What do you had, think about that? He his, he, well, he, to be fair, he had a pretty decent game in this one. Yeah. So there you go. Wow, well, you said nice things about Jack White and Matt Moylan in the same podcast. Oh, so Are pretty, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm a bit right, sick. Just checking. What can well, you do? it's going around, mate. It is. It is. I, I said nice things about Souths so. and me. You said you were proud of me. Yeah, true. I did. That's That's terrible. uh, That's the biggest upset of the day. Why don't we take this time to talk about the Bulldogs in general? Why not? Sure. We've got some minutes here. But um, I thought Moses Empire... Yeah. Moses Empire was fantastic in this game himself. But just, again, there's just so many holes in this roster and they're, such a, they're in such a hole that you can understand why they're like, actually, I actually understand why they're willing to get rid of good players if they can because they are like 10 players away from being something. There's no draft though. I know there's no draft. But, but like, what are you gaining letting Embi or Clemmer leave? Well, and Clemmer's your one good forward. Again, in this game, he carried that forward. Because, because if they both bank up, if they combine for $2 million of your cap, sure. you can go sign five or six players. Yes. I guess. But are you seriously going to, you're going to hit five or five of those guys? Like, Hell no. Would you rather have Clemmer and four 
bargain bin players or five like mediocre players? I would rather have Clemmer, but would I rather have Embiid than two other players? I guess Embiid's a little bit different. Clemmer, I think you have to keep no matter what. That guy's yeah. the, that guy's the well, guy you've got to build your whole club. Well, around. yeah, Woods was the, was the wrong call there. We, oh, we big time! But I think that's that, a mistake, but it's too late to do anything late. about that now. That was well, we that, all thought that was the wrong move at the time. But for me, it's one of those things. It's like you're not going to win anything in the next three to five years. Never no. accepted that. Yeah. But if you've got players on your at your club that are good enough that someone will set the majority of their mm. salary. Let him go. Let him go. I just don't know if... Because who says Mumbai's going to be there in three years? No, that's a great point. Get, get, let him go. And then, you know, it just, just balls... Like, they've been pretty honest with their, with their fans this, this, this season. Like, yeah, they're, they're balled up. They need to do something. And if they get in with a couple of those kind of guys and maybe one or two others... And just start recruiting. Hey, Christian Crichton coming in. Yeah, turn him around. But, like I mean, you know, um, well, they're, they're already recruiting young players and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, just you can get rid if you get rid of guys that other people will take their salaries from, and I, then start building from there is something because there's so many pieces away. From it has to be frustrating anyway. for them because they've been pretty bad since the since they lost that grand final in 2014, they have, they have and been. they're geared up for another two or three years at least of being shit. And it, that's a long time as a fan of that team. And that this is a club that doesn't traditionally tolerate being bad for this long. Yeah. And it has to be really frustrating for the fans. And I don't really know how the club can look at the fans with a straight face and be like, yeah, we just, we've fucked this up so badly that, I guess, you know, past regimes have fucked this up well, so badly. At but, least I think the point that Mitch is making is at least they're being honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, sure, and that's but, hard to take as a, as a fan, but like... They're, sometimes it happens. They the, the people who came before them made mistakes, and yeah. they're doing their best to try and get themselves out of that hole. It, hap- it you know, you look at other other sports. Look at, I mean, it's a it's a hard thing to say, but looking say Central Coast Mariners or yeah. Wellington Phoenix, neither of whom should be in the comp. Right. Not my problem. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh you know, Melbourne, uh, Carlton in the AFL when yeah. they, when Carlton were done for salary cap cheating earlier, you know, in their history, mm. they went. You know, we've made mistakes and they have sucked ever since. They've sucked for a very long time. They have been not good. Yeah. That's even more inexcusable in the AFL though because there's a draft. Yeah. It's even more... Like, um, that's baffling. Exactly. But but at least, as I, I say, at least I just they're coming out and going, we know, need to do something about this. I understand that. But at the same time, I think you have to do better because True. I don't think... I, I know that sounds like a very sort of asinine statement, but I don't think you can sit there in the NRL, which is quite traditionally a very parity-oriented league in terms yep. of... Most teams sort of ebb and flow and bar the Knights in the last couple of years, everyone's made the finals. Correct me if I'm wrong. Everyone's made the finals since 2015 except the Knights. Warriors, mate. Warriors? Well, they'll make it this year. So, um, Eels? And Tigers. Sorry, and the Tigers. Was it Tigers or Eels? Well, I don't know. Last year, I'm saying it's Tigers, Tigers. Tigers, yeah. Either way, and they might make it this year too. But the point is, more or less, most teams usually make the finals every couple of years. The Bulldogs have already been bad for a couple of years. You can't really sit there with straight and like, look, we're going to be bad for another three well, years. Mm. I don't know what you do, but you have to do a better job I, I don't think you can just be like, oh yeah, we're going to let our two best players leave and you, you sign a bunch of young guys and hope. Well, not just young guys, but you say that, but you look at what the Tigers did and it's not too dissimilar that, you know, the, what these contracts these guys they have on, I know like I'm always about, pay, you know, players worth what they can get or you can pay them, but yeah. there's no, there's, there's yeah, no yeah. world in rugby league where Moses and Bayes yeah. worth almost a million dollars. No, There's no course. world, like a guy I've been trying to ship off to is Josh Jackson. He's worth, yeah. apparently he's on over 800K himself. Well, I agree with that. But and that's, that, that's the first guy we're trying to get rid of. But I think the difference with the Tigers is the Tigers already ran the club legends out of town. They already did, yeah. I agree. The Bulldogs, sorry, uh, sorry, the, the Tigers did that and now they're rebuilding. The Bulldogs ran the club legends out of town last year. Yeah, and they're still screwed. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, that's, but for me, you look at that squad; like, they've already lost. The Morris boys are going. We know that. Yeah, they haven't really. Like, Foran's okay, but they haven't got a six yet. They signed Jack Cogger. That's still a question mark. They haven't got a nine. Where's Where's Cleveland going to be next year? Well, he's, mate, he's, they're not. They're not playing Cleveland. That's it. Just actually the fact. Well, and that was going to be my he'll next be point. Q Cup next year. If, if he's not, if if you're not playing him this year, you're not going to play him at all. 
Yeah, and, and then you know, and you look at their pack, and you know, you want the point you can make if you go cut a Josh Jackson, the drop to Reese Martin's been virtually nothing. Mm. Yep, and he's been on value. Those kind of guys you need to replace. But then they got they need a, they need a whole bench. Yeah, they need, their bench is they, bad. Yeah, they need a whole bench, and that's it. They need a, they need like eight players. To I anything decent. I think the. Their fans must be filthy there, like Damien Cook leave, and it's, it did make sense at the time because he looked really good when he came into first and grade. The, and the weird thing is, I did laugh for everyone just blaming Des for Michael Lai. One thing I didn't believe with Des is blaming Michael Lai's form. And I said it many a time last year. Des never told him to not be good at rugby league. Like that was never an instruction to like go out there and be to, bad to not because Matt Ballon was a perfectly great hooker underneath him. He never, yep. he never stripped Ballon Lai's role like Lai made it out. And what a surprise! He's terrible now too, and that's it. They paid him as well again to keep him there, mm. like. They got a lot of they got a lot of mess to clean up, but I'd be, I'd be on the board of get rid of everybody. If I could. Whoever whoever someone could take the contract of, take and, it. And if there's one thing that they love at Canterbury Bankstown Rugby League Club, it is getting rid of everybody. Yeah, I that think, often goes down well. I actually think to me the one yeah, Clem would be the only player I wouldn't want. To, wouldn't he's want the guy to I don't go. think you can keep. He's been great this year. The one you have to keep. Sorry, he's the way I don't think you can cast off. He's, he's the only one I'd be. Everyone else who's trying to find someone to take those contracts, yep. even though I'm big and buy guy. Again, if you can get someone to take that full contract, which you might with his form he's in. Mm. Do it, you know, and then because it's not like there's there's, no, there's fullbacks out probably looking, fair. there's fullbacks out there looking for gigs, you know, you know, go make it offer for Jermaine Asako or do what South did and get like Corey Allen. Surely, right there, surely right? there are players playing Q Cup and New South Wales Cup who are a better value and b better players than some of these blokes. Right. Just yeah, give them a go. We see that pretty often, to be honest. We all get stuck on like I, I'm also very pro experience. We've seen like Matt Dufty this year. There's mm. guys that like, you get stuck on this rep fullback who hasn't really been performing for you, and you move them on, and all of a sudden, oh. There's this kid who's actually not too bad. There yep. is there is tight opportunities the dogs can do that if they make the right moves in the next couple of years. Yep. Mm. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh no, it's Simi Redradra. Redradra's away. Simi Redradra. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will. Yes, Simi Renrandra. He's absolutely buried it. After 400 listens, yeah, we'd be sick. Of that. Like episode 120, and I'm still not sick of that. Uh, the Bears and South look to be breaking up. What a sad day. Ah, fuck them. Yeah, that's, it, that's it, what it you would say to your ex, really. No, I'll tell you why. That 11 was. years, hasn't it? By the way, sorry, 11 years. No, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, um, I, I, I was at North Sydney Oval with your friend of mine. Mitch, Matt Briggs, watching a reserve grade game between the Bears and the Broncos. Yeah. And I, I joined the Bears as a member just, you know, support them, like 20 bucks or whatever. Mm. And I, two weeks later, I got my membership card that says, Matt Bumlard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bumlard. And I mean, I'm a thick boy, so that's <laughs> fine. But also, Bears can go fuck themselves. <laughs> but seriously, uh, so if you haven't heard the story, Todd Carney is signing for the Bears, apparently. Souths don't like that. Full of high character guys, obviously. Mm. Grand I've often club. said that. And, uh, yeah, the Bears want, basically not. said, no, we're signing Todd Carney, and it seems like it's going to fracture that. It feels like the Bears have someone to link with next year. That's what it feels well, like. Well, it feels like it's going to be the Roosters. Yeah, mm. it, yeah, that's what it feels like to me as well. Because, like, the Roosters have left Wyong and are not, you know, in quotation marks, not planning on leaving the Central Coast. Well, what's the other club that's been trying to get to the Central Coast a bit too? Is it North the Bears? Sydney Bears. So mm. that feels like that might be the weird link that comes out next year, way. Eh? And yep. then South, well, you'll just send to your own team or something. Gives a shit. Play games at Redfern. Yeah, yeah, be fun. Uh, yeah, the reserve grade thing. It's like I just want somewhere for my players to play. I don't really. Care. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. It, you know? they can be. They can play wherever. My my yeah. take is as long as Newtown and North are in the comp, then I'm happy. 
Yeah, and West. It's a good take. They're good. But, yeah. North, but yeah, as I said, North can get out of here. It's no. uh, it's it's strange. It's uh, to me, it seems strange that like you would break up over Todd Carney. You know. Yeah. Anyway, um, what was the other piece? So of this is a, this was a weird one. It's Craig like Bellamy. still rolling as as we're we're on the podcast here. But Huge. It keeps, it's one of those things that comes out every few years. I just never believe it ever. The Greg the, English to the Broncos. Yes, yeah, like that. It's Bellamy to the Broncos. So James Hooper broke earlier today that secret. You know, so secret he's got it, but secret Broncos negotiations with Craig Bellamy for a five million over four year deal. It's a good coin, and it seemed to me I was like, oh, that's just agent chat. But then it, immediately the storm come back with, oh, we've made an, we actually he's our offer. We've offered to resign him. They're panicked, and now just got then since we're on here breaking from uh, what's his name, Pete Bedell. Wayne Bennett takes a back me or sack me stance. As Broncos discuss million dollar deal, five million dollar deal with Craig Bellamy. I feel like Bennett and Broncos CEO press conference tomorrow. Heady days. That could, I be, feel, that could be fun. I honestly feel five over four is unders for Craig Bellamy. So do I. Hmm. So I, I, I was surprised that, that was said as a deal. I'm like, I'm pretty sure we're paying like, Bennett. Players more than that. get more money than that. Yeah, like, bad players. And like, there's no cap on coaching. There's and, not. And the Bron- coaches, might be the best coaches should be the far more higher paid than any player. Yeah, it's not like it's the um. The NFL, where the player salaries got so got so large that they haven't really been, but here you could play a coach two million dollars. Surely, like, I don't understand be... how you're not offering ten million over five years. Like, um, weird. It's, it's one of those weird things. I don't really know how to react to it. I don't want if if, if my club are pushing Wayne out, I'd be pretty pissed. I know mm. Craig Bellamy is the obviously if any team was going to pick a coach, I want to replace their coach, and he was available. That's the person you pick. That's no question. But. Oh. If they've taken it behind his behind his back, it's a pretty sour taste to me. And I didn't believe any of it when it was dropping out. But now if Wayne Bennett addresses it tomorrow. Well, there must be some truth to it, right? That, when the smoke, this fire. Yeah. Mm. Well, if he's got to address it, there must be some some stance of that. They've actually gone and spoken to him behind Wayne's back. Would you so. say Wayne Bennett's lost his aura, Mitch? No, no. Just um, every week. It would just um, <laughs> break my heart, boys. It'd break my heart if we did this to Wayne. Uh, it would be a very sad end to what has been one of the well, because we were. Well, I mean, it's one of the, yeah, one of the best careers in four, coaching and four year partnerships. Sport. Four years, <laughs> Wayne and the Broncos. That's five it. years, it's just a four year deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, it's just the last time we fucked him around. I thought we'd bring him back. We wouldn't do it again. But you know, here we go. But uh, yeah, it'd be the one funny thing would be if we got Bellamy back to the Broncos. Is which coach would players, sorry, fans try to then say was actually the real goat because they try to de- deflect from Bennett to Bellamy. If Bellamy went to the Broncos, it'd be trying to deflect to who? Jack Gibson. Jack Gibson. Oh, we're going. We're going to ride yeah, going back, back in my day. <laughs> Jack Gibson. People trying to claim it, considering that they they weren't born when yeah. you know Jack Gibson was. Well, that'd be that'd be fun. So we'll enjoy people doing those. Clive Churchill, gymnastics, player, but, coach. But yeah, there's Warren a, Ryan. Who? Warren Ryan. Yep. Well, journal- journalists have been struggling to talk about rugby league, so luckily there's something that's not on the field they can talk about again. Oh, well, I mean, they, they do not have anything to talk about. So well, it wasn't like one of the best rounds of rugby league ever. But penalty counts. Well, by putting it out there, by the way, like I don't understand. If you don't enjoy rugby league right now, steady. what are you doing in it? Like, if, you don't don't enjoy, if you don't enjoy <laughs> it, like for me, putting it like this year, my team aren't that great, but it's probably the most I've enjoyed rugby league rounds on the whole. Just the games since like 2005. There's there's a reason to watch just about every game. Even even the Titans Knights game are two teams who have been horribly out of form for the last few years. Yeah. Uh, obviously the Titans made the finals, but they've been they've been quite. Poor and that this game was year. great. Yep. And the, and that game was fantastic. And the Simbin is fantastic. It's great. Mate, it's bad. There were Simbins at every game this week, and we had the best round I can remember in a long while. Yeah, I would like, love to know the last time that happened. We had times like eleven. It may players. never have happened. Who knows? Mm. We had times with eleven players on a field. All this kind of cool oh, stuff. Also, I read today that apparently they're going to crack down on players intentionally throwing the ball into prone players on the Which ground. Is good. 
Yeah. Oh, Another yeah. great rule change. And it's mm. one of those things, people people just get angry at the big evil in the sky. They don't even know what they're angry at, but people get angry at Todd Greenberg. They don't know why. They're like, he's terrible, whatever, whatever. The only and time they get angry at Todd Greenberg is when some Bulldogs player doesn't get suspended yeah. because he used to be their boss. Look, you're right. That's not that's hard. That's the only time you're allowed to do it. Come <laughs> on, guys. But it's like, you Keep know. Up, please. In like the Josh Reynolds tripped four th- four people in the same game, didn't get suspended. Then yeah, you yell yeah, at Todd like, Greenberg. Is he perfect? No. Is any CEO perfect? No. Yes. Uh, 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 Silver Adam Silver's pretty close mm. yeah. but it's like you know the game for me on field as a product has got so much better the last few years and we've been uh, there's already we keep saying there's more ways they're trying to make it better trying to get rid of more time wasting Simbin is back like it's really good and it's kind of re-engaged my love never left it's re-engaged me more this year I've had a great time field. this year not just because South's good well like I said my team are worse than they've been the last like four, three years and yeah. I've been enjoying the game the game more than ever and mm. it's just it's just been more free-flowing footy more to be fair your other team are doing really well they are, they are. the Warriors are doing fantastically but yeah you know, I don't know why people are all against it, all that kind of stuff, but it's been a fantastic season. And if you can't enjoy rugby league now, or what you like about rugby league is gone, and that's not that's it. This goes across people who are paid to talk or write about the game and fans. Yeah, no sports fan base is more negative towards the sport than ours. <laughs> no, none, no, not, not remotely close either. And we watch a lot of different sports. No sport comes close. I was with a friend today, and she was trying to tell me that like AFL fans blame the umpires just as much as we blame our refs. I'm like, no, 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 that's false. No, they, they do not. AFL's up, up their own up, up, up their own ass. They were trying to lie again about being in, in China that there was. Oh yeah, the stands are supposed to be full, but everyone's in the, the underneath in the market. I watched that. There was nine people there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I didn't watch all ass. of it. To be clear, I flicked over when it was halftime in the Knights Titans game. We let that go through the keeper like. though, because they're just uh, everyone oh, yeah, do their thing. That's go, it. But everything is terrible. And they, they did the things we asked them to do, and I don't like they did them. They yeah. brought the Simbi back, and I hate it. <laughs> when was when yeah. was the last time an AFL umpire had his at his home stats games <laughs> wins <laughs> stats put up? I don't know. Yeah. That's a great question. Oh, he he was the forward pocket umpire in 1994 <laughs> in the elimination oh, final. AFL. Yeah, and won by it. six points. But it's been a sick year, and I'm, I'm really excited for you know. And they've also fixed the rep period a bit. Orange mm. is going to slow the season down less than ever. Yep. And we're going to have the rep weekend. It's going to be good. I reckon it's going to be a fantastic rest of the year. And um, and that's why it's good. if you can't enjoy it now, yeah. if you can't enjoy it now, maybe just stop watching it. It's yeah. good for maybe, us. Maybe you know? it's not for you anymore. Maybe if you thought if you want rugby league in the 80s and 90s, well, go back and watch the tapes of those. And hot take: most it. of it's shit. So. Yeah, enjoy also, that. hot take: Not every game was on TV back then. Like, you know, like, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> enjoy having one game shown on Channel Nine on delay a week. It's great. It was awesome yeah. when that used to happen. Mm. Back, that was only like four years ago. That was happening. That's still one of the yeah. But it's been Fuck, been a great year, right, Billy? Anyway, let's go to injury. News. Injuries. Alrighty, we'll run through them like they can't. Uh, Josh oh, Morris boy. out for up to eight weeks with an LCL injury, oh. which was a really not pretty. Well, has uh, about injury. Got lucky because he has no PCLs left that he couldn't rupture those. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Jesus Christ. He, yeah, did, he played on for the rest of the game and scored two tries. He's, scored mate, one he try. played on that Origin game. Oh no, his no he got, went off at half time. He, but uh, Brett scored two. His brother played that Origin game when he was like dead. Yeah, his ACL was torn into seven pieces. The, the Morris boys are great. They are. They are. Nails like, and we'll miss them when they. How go. Josh Morris decided to be the fastest man at the Bulldogs game this off season? Just did it with no PCLs, neither knee and whatever. Fantastic. <laughs> he's probably still the fastest guy there, and he's in a cast. Well, he did. Oh, he did. He went back to the fastest this off season. It made no sense. Yeah. They're going to do more time trials this week. He'll, st- he'll be on crutches and he'll outrun them all. Alex Johnson out for oh, oh, only a week. Oh, that's not fun. Don't you worry. Corbin Sims fractured jaw, uh, classed so, as a head injury because someone injured it with I, his head. I believe the um, no, no, he does, the, he's not injured because it wasn't on purpose. Yeah. Uh, also, he was. stepped into the injury. Well, also, so. the other the other new fans idea, the tip for tat. I believe we actually breaking down up his jaw oh, tomorrow. God. <laughs> so that's gonna it's be great. Fun. 
It's a great, a great initiative. I like it. What is wrong with NRL? That's it. Our fans. What? <laughs> what is just eye for an eye. I love eye it. Uh, Dylan Walker's got a fractured face, uh, which yeah. is great. Jacob Saifidi, fractured shoulder. Yeah, Louis. Uh, Bo Scott has done his ACL. It'll be Martin gone for the season. He was, that's his career, done. probably. He's been begging for a time at Alex. Oh, yeah. Poor bloke. He's been played every other week this year and got injured in every single game. Like mm, that's it. Poor bloke. Uh, Brock Lamb, fractured cheekbone, not by somebody's fist. Yeah, for, uh, Only four weeks for that yeah, one. Yeah, poor Brock Lamb. I mean, you got an opportunity to, to put yourself in the shop window for a few weeks with Mitch Pierce out. Did that. And I think Pierce will be back at a similar-ish time, maybe a week or two. So got, too, got too close to the shop window and hit his face on it. Connor Watson and Jack Cogger time. Uh, that's going to be fun. All right, signings. Shannon Boyd signed with the Titans. Good signing. No, this is the most obvious <laughs> worst signing of the year since James Tamo. But we've Henry. been often wrong about this. Yeah, but Tamo was like one of the ones that's so obvious that everyone has agreed on it. We actually ruled it out of doing our worst signing of the year. Remember, that's it was a good point. <laughs> like, this one, like again, he could go there and be good and it'd still be a bad signing. Mm. That's why it's such an obviously poor signing. They're a team that. You know, they just re-signed Jared Wallace, which is fair enough. Paid a bit for him, fair enough. Good yep. player. They have Ryan James. They have Jai Arrow. And on their books currently, they have Max King, uh, Morgan Boyle, Keegan Hipgrave, Moiki, Fodoaka. Like, they have a whole li- assortment of good middles or good prospects in the middle. Mm. They have three big names in James, uh, Wallace, and Arrow who can play 60 minutes each plus and have been doing most weeks. Yep. They only have to find 60 minutes for the rest of the entire game in the middle of the field. It's like, well, why don't we just use these young blokes we got? Maybe he signs some outside. You know, we need like we need like a. a maybe you know, we, you know, we keep putting Ryan James in that spot. He's not good at. Yep. We need someone to play that spot. Maybe get someone to play on the edge. Maybe, maybe a fullback or a fullback. Maybe or a centre. Maybe any yeah, five eight. Any, so, no, Shan, so Shannon Boyd is definitely playing on the edge next year. Well, Ryan, well, right. This is obviously Ryan James is back to the edge again next year. Yeah. Maybe they'll play like, Shannon Boyd there, and maybe he'll be amazing. Who knows? And, that's it. and then you pay this money for a thirty-five minute prop who's going to come off your bench, and even if he plays well, it's not a good signing for me. Yeah. Just who else is there, Dale? Uh, Tim Glasby went to the Knights. Good signing for yep. mine. He he yeah. is the he is the origin f- origin rep. the faceless man of rugby league. Tim Glasby. He will be opinion. faceless next year, doing absolutely nothing in the nights. Good for him, <laughs> Christian Crichton. Off yeah. to the dogs. Yeah, fine. Uh, he's been okay. okay look, Penrith. He, he hasn't been solid. good or bad, but it's that's one of the things. If you get him on tiny money and he's a passable first grader, that is the right move I, to make. I like I like Christian Crichton. I think he's a decent player. But yeah, Tim Glasby be interesting to see. He looks. He has one of the obvious storm curses written on him. But let's see if he can break it. He's what is he twenty nine mm. now? So you guys have broken that recently. I know it's saying, but the, the, Toe Harris is a different class of player, but we'll yep. see with um, Tim Glasby. Uh, suspensions. Joseph Tarpanay, two weeks. Curtis Scott, three weeks? Uh, two weeks now, actually. They ah, took, yes. They my take, apologies. Um, they take the send... Uh, that's my right there, Daniel. They take the send-off time off of the char- charge points. There, which is quite there was he got a, the same suspension that George Bird just got for throwing a water bottle. There. Yeah. <laughs> Great, well, but did he get sent off for Rich it? Which was more aggressive? Yeah. Yeah. You tell me. I don't know. The, I, I actually, <laughs> I don't what have a sport. I don't have a huge problem with the whole send off clock countdown what if thing. Joe, what if George Bird just didn't intentionally headbutt that water bottle? Good point. <laughs> Send it sixty meters across the pitch. <laughs> Someone stepped into it. <laughs> no weeks. No weeks. Here we go. one week for for dog shotting someone. He did dog shot someone. He did. Oh, yeah. Alrighty, that's that's it. Alrighty, it's time to pick the games because we haven't done that. We're mixing it up again because I don't have a You never know when it's going to come. <laughs> Alrighty, Brisbane, Parramatta, <laughs> Lang Park, Thursday night. Surely the Broncos can't shit the bed against a bad opponent at home again. Again, the Broncos. Again. And they're playing Parramatta, who a bogey team in the past. Corey Norman moved to fullback, Gutherson in the halves. But, uh, this will be fun. Yeah. Uh, Broncos potentially, Josh McGuire's return, and Jordan Carr's back, but I'll take the, tip the Broncos. Broncos for me. Uh, I think I already yeah. said Brisbane, but yep. I'll say it again. Good Brisbane. stuff. My apologies. It's okay, mate. Uh, Friday night is the Raiders versus Manly Warringah at Bruce Stadium in Jeez. Canberra. I am picking the uh, Manly. 
I'll take Manly as well. Canberra. Just, uh, well, Canberra have lost uh, Tarpanay, which is forced to reshuffle. It has Dunamis Louis starting with Shannon Boyd what? and uh, Sia Soliola in the middle. They're going to get steamrolled by that uh, that Manly pack. I think I think uh, Montepau could get 400 metres. Although Manly are playing Louis Brown at hooker, so who, who, say, who knows? Seriously, Canberra. Canberra. Yeah. Alrighty, North Queensland versus Melbourne. Hmm. That'll be fun up at Townsville Stadium oh, Friday night. Gansworth back, Storm. Storm. Cansmith back, and then they've made a couple of changes. Curtis Scott obviously out. Uh, Jesse Bromwich back as well. Some good changes there, so yes. Mate, they could name Uncle Jesse from Full House. Doesn't matter. Cam Smith back. They're going to win. <laughs> Dear God. Alrighty, <laughs> Eastern Suburbs versus Gold Coast at the Sydney Football Stadium on Saturday Roosters. afternoon. Roosters. So is, is this in Sydney or is it Central Coast? Central Coast. Is it? Oh, my apologies. Central it's Coast okay. Stadium. Graham Park. Is that what it's called? How the... <laughs> Why do you even know that? So they're both 1-17-ish to 17-ish from last week. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chooks. Good shout. Me too. Mm. Uh, yes. Not by many. Yeah. Though for me. Alrighty. Warriors versus South Sydney at Mount Smart. Whew. Warriors. Yeah, unfortunately, Sean Johnson's not back for this one. But this has game with the round potential yep. all, all written all over it. But, uh, I am obviously taking your boys at home, the Warriors. Sam Burgess is playing. Sean Johnson is not Jout fullback. Souths. There you go. Oh, another fun game. Yeah, yeah mate. Fun. Seriously, the last the double header on Saturday night is lit. Uh, alrighty. Speaking of lit, because I'm a twelve year old. That's uh, literally what we're speaking about. <laughs> yeah. Is the next game. My apologies. Penrith, <laughs> Penrith versus St George Illawarra at Panther Stadium. Great game. I'm hoping this one can rival the Broncos Roosters in terms of physical contact. Yeah, it's going to be a, like there's some people bruising encounters. I the hope boards. they have more more field mics for to hear. People hit each other. This is going to be great. Oh, I just hope we get cacao onto Bellin at some point. Yeah, that, that could that, that could then... be like the Large Hadron Collider. It could be. <laughs> I'm kind of leaning Penrith, but That's I'm a tough. I'm, one. I'm going to take the Dragons. I'm leaning Penrith to this, you know, with the way Maloney's been playing and still played last week. McCleary kind of played the decoy role, I'd mm. say. But yeah, he's been well, and that four pack's just rolling. But I'm going to go the Dragons. Uh, I'm going to go the Dragons because uh, Tarek Sims is going to run over James Maloney. Several occasions. He might, but Penrith. No, no uh, Frizzell's on Maloney. But both, same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, I'm going to take Penrith, but it's going to be a banger. It is. Alrighty. Newcastle versus Cronulla at Hunter Stadium. Uh, Cronulla. Not by many, though. Yeah, they're back. Did they ever win them by many? They don't, they don't like to win no, comfortably. This will be a grind. Uh, this, this for me, will probably be the worst game of the round. I, I just, mean, I, I want to pick the Knights, but it, they're now they've got... The Haas, maybe. No Lamb there again. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm, I'm if picking. Lamb was playing, I might think about it, but it should be 6 in a row for Cronulla. And the yeah. bench is weak. It's, you know, it's, the forwards on the bench are Hyington, Bureau, and Josh King. Not great. Like, yeah, I am going at the Sharkies. Yeah. And the last game of the round, Wests Tigers versus Canterbury-Bankstown at the Olympic Stadium. This is the nicest-looking Tigers team of the season. They brought Mahe Fanua back in. Ooh. The 1-5 to five is Tui Lalahia, Nofaluma, Esan Masters, Fanua and Thompson. Finally, some points there, it looks that's, like. That's the best five, I think. Yeah, it is. And they've got Ooh, no Benji. Nagama in your best five. No, he's Oof. not. No. And Benji's in the six with Josh Reynolds back on the bench. So, a bit of pressure on Benji and Jacob Little starting at nine. I think this is the best line yes, of the main door year. So I agree. I think West. Tigers, and I think comfortably... Uh, we could see the Tigers score more than 10 points in this game. That's a bold <laughs> call, Dale. <Dallas. laughs> my apologies. A bold call indeed. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have any questions. Flawless transition. Boom. It was. Okay, question time at Mick the Perm. Jeez, if you could send one of the baby boomer journalists permanently to a regional area, who would it be? 
Do you not like the country, Nick? <laughs> Me well, we said on the country. Are we sending them to a regional area in the same sense that you would send a dog to the farm? Okay, there's there's so many there's so many things about the journos this week. We're going to ignore those. Right? I'm not yeah. coming. I'm not going to sit here talking about buzz and gas. Nah, and wasting it's our not, time there's on no those. point. I mean, you I, know, that's not what we're here for. Yeah, They're, like whatever. You, everyone knows everyone's have feelings on those guys. Just but, chill. Yeah. Just chill. Enjoy the footy. Exactly. Right. I'm not going to sit here whinging at them forever. There's a lot of them. So any yours like that, you've they've been ignored. Okay, at. Mesut underscore Ozil, Ozil, uh, Dave, our you friend. You do it on purpose. Out, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> okay, if you were given a weekly half-hour show on Fox League, what would you do with it? Well, I'll pronounce Dave's name wrong for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd um, talk about former opposition leaders at Prime Minister's <laughs> eleven cricket game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> through, the, through the veneer of memes. <laughs> uh, would now would now half an hour would just be the show, but condensed. I don't think. Imagine us trying to do takes hotter and my god! Imagine us trying to do a half hour show breaking down all the games. We get halfway through the first game. Oh, your time's up. Yeah, that fuck. Uh, Um, if if it was me doing it, I'd like to do a bit of a game breakdown kind of stuff. But like half an hour is not long enough, and also they just ruin it. (laughs) Fox League. Mine would just be me playing various video games with rugby league players and interviewing them. That's actually that would be fun. Mm. Thank you. But yeah, that's good. Would you have that every second week, bank, for example? Would you do it with Fletch and Hindy and the professor? No, <laughs> do my own little way. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Right. You guys can come. Yeah. Ma- Monday night football equivalent for me. Just you know, well, as he, you said, yeah. breakdown games. That's what they need. Yeah, uh, that's Monday night football. He means over in uh, oh, sorry, England, by the way, Sky Sports Monday. Sky night Sports is yeah. great. Great programming. Money P twenty five. This is how good is rugby league. It's great. It's, it's good. It's been really good. Uh, Pete Fulcher says, "Why do people dislike Simbins and send-offs? He thinks the whole process is so good to watch. They're great. They're great. They're fantastic. The people been... will stop cheating for, the for more me, they learn that there's serious consequences to cheating. Like the thing for me is that that I have learned so much more about Simbins this season than I ever <laughs> knew because there's been more of them. Like, oh, great. that's a Simbin offense now. That's cool. I like that. It's great. It's been really good, and they're getting more and more frequent." And it will clean shit. the game up. It's great. I mean, if it doesn't. Well, you get punished for it anyway. Like you know? a South Bay got Simbin in the first ten minutes, and I was, it was for dissent. And I was like, you know what? Fair enough. He probably said something bad. Yeah. And we've talked about refs not getting enough respect. Fine. On, him. on the on the rate that we're going, we may see all players in the bin by the end of the season. Because I mean, we've had we've had zero in the first week, and we've gone to there's been a game one in every game this week. We can only go further. We finally saw the two at the same time. Yeah. For the, for repeat. For so there repeats. was one in every game. There was two in multiple games. So there was at least there was like eleven 14, or 12, I think. fourteen. Bloody yeah. hell, there, there were four. There were four players. Sent off in the manly. Yeah. Jake underscore H underscore eighty seven. Is running a half marathon the same as only getting fifty percent on an exam? Tough question. I'm going to go with yes. I mean, Jake never finished a half marathon or got fifty percent on an exam, <laughs> so I can understand why he's asking this question. <laughs> good, good retort. Uh, Thank Mario you. Seigs underscore would sending Mitch Moses to a regional area be enough to keep him the fuck away from the Origin? <laughs> <team>? <laughs> He's not getting in the origin team. Uh, Freddie will still be thinking, uh, but when, he, when he's put the team on paper. He might do a whole thing where he'll, he'll go, leave the selectors meeting and have the team with Nathan Cleary and Maloney in it and then scrub one of their names out put Mitch Moses in on the way to handing it in. Good old Freddie. Big fan. Um, he's got Mitch Pierce in there still. Just whites it out. Mitch geez, Moses. Edwin coming with the who could you shoot out of the media. No, we're not doing that. Uh, Frankie underscore 987, he says, how good is Dale Copley? Oh, I guess it's a small story here. Oh whatever on on like Friday Saturday night we're, we're having a having a bit of a punt the boys are and um one of the boys we're in a punters club and a few weeks ago he put his weeks all his money on you know his apparent lock of the year all his money was on um Ronda Rousey to win the Royal Rumble what an idiot well he, well she didn't go in the Royal Rumble so he got his money back oh and they were on the couch watching the footy and he's like 
loose bet. Dale Copley anytime. All his all of his cash on the table. And yeah, Dale Copley anytime came up good in a terrible try that uh when you you when you're ten beers deep and Dale Copley scores a try any time that the boys did go, <laughs> go They don't put they don't put pictures on the score sheet, mate. They don't. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, uh, fantastic. They don't. Uh, anyway, next one, Pies Josh. He says, in round sixteen, the Roosters play the Storm Adelaide Oval. Should the end? Oh. No, I got ya. He got ya, mate. They're, they're back. <laughs> that was very good. That was good. That was good. I didn't realize Adelaide's a regional area. <laughs> my, my, I'm just me. upset we don't didn't have any Cam Smith jokes this week because he didn't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a tragedy. Mister Underscore Triple Eight. If we went back to Super League style of choosing your jersey number, what would it be for each of you? 69. 17. <laughs> <laughs> that weren't worth it at all. Sorry. Uh, 13. It would be 13. Number eight. Yeah. Same old thing. Yeah. Um, LVO5 says, on the scale of zero to getting sacked, how lost is Wayne's aura? Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we will soon see. Back him or sack him? Is that like a sack back and crack him? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move past this. Yeah. LV again. If leading with the head and a tackle is grounds for sin bidding, how the hell did Nate Miles all get sent from the field every game he played his entire well, career? Well, I mean, that was, that was one of the things that people were like, but Nick Miles did it all the yeah, time. But also, that's old rules. They're also only starting to crack down on this shit now. It's the other problem. And also, again, the, the deal, it's not the leading with the head. that was. It was just the head happened to be the thing. But, but Bungard, they used to be able to be five metres and it was offside. Why aren't they allowed <laughs> they to be five metres now? They played with all conversions. Great. RCB Sharks. Can the Titans fill Redcliffe Oval? How many people does it hold? Probably too many still. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I need a number. Okay, Pro- I don't know. Probably 10. Know. Probably 10 or so they always seem to. No. No. <laughs> uh, with two props down for next year, is it time for a Godfather offer to Clemmer or Kapow from the Raiders to completely blow the prop market out of the water? Maybe. No, I, no, I think if, they're not, if they weren't going to pay money to keep Junior Paulo, they're not going to splash on those guys. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think those guys are both better than they Paulo. They are. They are, but it's still, they weren't going to splash to keep someone there they already like. I think they're going to go back to the English world. I think Ryan Sutton will end up there. And then they're talking to a few others. I'll go back there and try to find a value player from England. That's not that I disagree with you, but I think those guys are considerably better than Paulo. Both of them are, I think, yeah. absolute game breakers. Well, yeah, I know, but it's, they're not going to, if they're not going to play 60, no, no, no. they pay a million for those guys. Fair enough. That's, okay. not, that, that's it. They're, mm. they're paying up for Papali in the middle. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'll pay for either of them. Easy, obviously. Yeah, especially yeah. to power. Yeah. Um, Michael Darren 79. He's got three questions. First one, what happens if a player back chats after conceding a penalty on their def- on defending their goal line? Can he be March 10? Oh, I'm sure it's no. happened. It's well, a coming March 10, but did we get to, yeah. It's a sim bit. That's like when a player gives away a penalty a metre out. Yeah. They just do it from there. But then the other team often go back 10 metres. They do. They take it back. Well, them. and he says, okay, two, how does the NRL fix the deliberate passing into player retreating from the right? Well, apparently they're cracking down on it this week. I've I got to say... I think it's the penalising players for it. Apart so. from the, the pass that was literally backwards towards the under the post, yeah. I don't have a huge problem with it. Because the Will Smith one I didn't... Oh, I had nah, mate, with, there's yeah. some absolute bullshit ones. I know, I know. But like in that situation, you blow a penalty in the other direction. But like there were some where the players lying in, when players in, lying when in the, the ruck. In the actual ruck. Yeah. The problem not when is they're not a the metre away yeah. from the yeah. ruck. When they've yeah. cleared the ruck and they're lying on the ground, they're out of the ruck. Yeah. That, that's the one that's done. When they're at your feet, underneath your feet in the ruck, fair enough. Mm. When they're behind you, which a lot of them are now. You can't throw the... Yeah. Well, you can, but you get penalised. <laughs> well, that, yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, Just three. like you can't punch, but you get penalised. Do we really need warnings for repeated infringements? No, no. I don't think we've needed them at all. I think I it th- should. I think it should be implied from the start. Yeah, it should. They should be told when the game kicks off. That's it. But they're getting better at this, though. They're getting and mm. they're also getting better at keeping the warnings going. We've seen them bins after half time, even bins on a penalty in the middle of the field this week. You know, and they're sick of the repeated infringements. So, but that's getting better in that regard. You mean the referees can better. improve? You know. Josh Robert 44, if there was a crisis being in the NRL, what weird thing would you want it to be? 
Oh, what? Sorry. If there was a crisis to bring down the NRL, what weird thing would you want it to be? Um. Hmm. No, I don't want. Even he says, even if you don't want it to, well, I don't want it to. So I don't want to think of a no. good way for it to die. <laughs> Uh, refs become so daunted by the repeated discussion of penalty counts that they refuse to ever blow penalties and the game turns into a lawless mess where men the, are killing and, other men on the field. Men are not actually refereeing, players are refereeing the players. Andrew Johns finally sees his dream of letting the boys play <laughs> and referee themselves Let the comes to refer- fruition. Yeah. But what we are left with is a vicious blood sport barely recognisable to what we currently know as rugby league. Yeah, and that's an answer. It's like a shit AFL game, really. Next question from the uh, next question from Josh is is the standard of NRL commentary at an all time low? We've yes. said this a few times, yes. Mm. Uh just Davies ninety, Fulham or Villa. So this is getting promoted to the Premier League. Mm, uh Fulham. I'm team Fulham. I think Villa will go up. Yeah. Fulham have been like for like ten years they've been my FM team if I don't pick Liverpool mm. for going in Premier League. Coward. League. Go deep. Go to the conference. Oh, no, no, I do go deep the first one you want to test the top out. Yeah. I take Fulham and then yeah. I go deep. It's Fair enough. It My boys Southport are uh, doing yeah. work in the conference. Uh, Meridi EHs, what song or album are you currently listening to? Anyone got an album that they're listening to at the moment? Not albums. The new DMA's album. Yeah. I'm not, not bad. really like, I don't, like, what's the last album I listened to? Like from, probably the new Wonder Years album that came out recently. Arctic but, Monkeys? Um, Have you listened to that? No, you said it was terrible. Mm, yes. Terrible. Um, but no. Nah. Uh, albums. Vacation and Hell by Flatbush Zombies, mate. That's my current album. That'd I listen jam. to I listen to albums from start to finish. So mm. when they new ones drop, I, I give them a listen. So that's, that's my. That's what album. I do on the way here usually. Uh, Butsy Triple Eight. Who finishes with a better career, Luke Brooks or Mitch Moses? Poor, good question. I don't know. Luke Brooks. I think he at this point he is going to be a brighter star in that team if they go anywhere, and I think that he will go further. I, I want to agree, and I'm, I'm going to. I think Mitch Moses might have better highs than him, but he fades out of games and stays out of games for too long. Brooks go, take, goes, is going to the line on a weekly basis every week now. It looks like he's finally maturing, so I want to take Brooks. Yep. Uh, you got one, Bungard? You don't nah, know? it's a tough call. I don't know. Uh, Shandar asks, can Bungard walk? I wish walk? them both well. Uh, do I what? Can Bungard walk? Barely. It was, it was honestly tough. Mm. Uh, Did you foam roll? Uh, you, don't I got a bath. A you don't have a bath, do you? No, I don't have a bath. I would have mm. obviously had a bath. Um, got a massage afterwards. Um, cool. I feel okay. Do you have a wheelie bin? No. You could go full Melbourne Heart and fill it with uh, <laughs> ice. We don't have one. That's a really good idea, though. I should have hmm. done that that well. Uh, Shundon's next question says, given there's a wealth of statistical data available to coaching staff nowadays, how do, do you think Only coaches... work in stats. How deep do you think most coaches dive into it? He was just thinking about it since Freddie cited Maloney's missed tackle count as a concern. Uh, mate, it's dependent on different coach bases. I'm telling you now that origin coaches aren't delving into it. They aren't sitting at home and crunching numbers. I mean, and missed tackles kind of isn't exactly an advanced stat. It's a, it's a terrible stat. I think I've been through this many a time with people. It's like that they're not created equal. It doesn't really rate someone's defense. Like, you know, James Maloney is not the world's greatest defender, but he will always push up off the line and make contact with players. He will always get off his line, get in someone's face and make contact. And yeah, he'll miss tackles doing that. But give me that miss over the other 50% of turnstiles in the comp who just let people walk past them without mm. even getting up. Like, yep, fair enough. There's plenty of misses Maloney will make in the other opposition's half. He'll hit someone hard and fall off or whatever. Those misses aren't, they're not all created equal. Like, they're a terrible stat, but yeah. Some coaches will look, they'll look at stats, they all do. But that's the one doing you in trouble when if you look at Maloney's miscount, just look at the missed tackles and go, oh, he's bad. That's just not right. Mm. Um, Butcher Triple H says, what's the worst food crime you see regularly? Here's his barbecue sauce on a sausage roll. Ooh. Uh, people who put 
their sauces in the cupboard instead of the fridge. Well, I live with a walking food crime, Nick Canton. He is a... He puts just, tomato sauce on everything. This is disgrace. Yeah. He puts tomato sauce on his pepperoni pizzas. Like, I mean, that, that's, wow. that's a food crime. Wow. <laughs> Too much ketchup on anything, I it think, is. Is, is not a good thing. Yeah. That's not good. That's 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 a terrible one. Any any Dale roots? Any people who do not season food put salt and pepper on stuff. It's yes. not just making it saltier. It's a flavor enhancer. It is. I actually get offended when I eat at people's houses and they do that, or and also they overcook meat. Everyone overcooks meat. They hate it. Oh, yeah, any, just any any well done steak. Get out yeah, of my life. But like chicken doesn't need to be well done, mate. Like it can still be juicy. You don't mm. have to cook it dry. Mm. It's not going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Like just cook it till it's not raw, and then you're done. Look, if the Japanese can eat chicken, just sashimi. Why yeah. can't we? Yeah, killing or like pork all the way, th- like just and yeah. lamb all the way through. Terrible. Please don't do this. San underscore Lando says, "How can something reckless say a head clash is not a Zimbian? Any of the high shots, deliberate or not, just on report. Surely they are definitions. They are by definition one or the other. Um, well, it's just that's a good, people that's a good are really, question. The people are really focused on the head. They're really focused, but it's still it's part of his upper body you hit him with, right? Like still, yeah. like, but." It's they don't call anything deliberate. Any high tackle, he's saying deliberate high tackles. Like mm. we haven't had any, but like I can't remember a reckless high tackle this year that caught a guy as flush as that head to head contact did. Uh, there was a one on Aiden Caesar. Yeah, in the there year. was Burgess, Burgess. Burgess hit Caesar. Yeah, at and the Central Coast game wasn't. And then Soliol on Slater yeah, last year is a terrible one. He got sent off, didn't he? No, he didn't. Oh, he but probably should have. They've changed the rule this year. Yeah, so they would have got f- bin. That's yeah. pretty much why the rule changed. Um, I've, I've said earlier, like they, I'm pro war guys going off the field, but I think. People get lost and they don't actually understand the rule book. They they but they listen to innu- innuendo and think yep. stepping and intent matters a lot more than it does when it doesn't. Oh, more sim bins and send offs and less and suspensions. The, the rule book does not say it says contact with the head. Does not say head. Does not say foot. Does not say arm. Does mm. say shoulder. Contact with the head is illegal. Yep. You know, so the head that him head head butting him essentially or head clashing with him is illegal. Mm. Yep. Um, at P twenty five with the Celtics. Will this Celtics team? Who are missing their two best players be the ones to break LeBron James' final streak and destroy any hopes nah. as it being considered the GOAT? Nope. Nah. Nope. Mm-mm. Cavs and six. Yeah. Corey Goats, were you guys going to be when Kansas makes his long awaited return <laughs> from suspension freeze record breaking? We game? are back. We're back. That's better. What day are the Storm playing? Uh, I don't know. I forget. So no, do not, I. Not, we Saturday we're out? Is it that? No. no Saturday, Sunday. Good games. No, it's not. It's Friday. Friday against the Cowboys. I'll be at home. I'll be at home. I think I'm working. So, yeah, exciting. Mm. Uh, Jack Cronin asks, top five dog breeds. Uh, Pug, number one. Japanese Spitz is <laughs> number it. one. That's one breed. That's all you uh, need. Yep. So, number one is I wouldn't Japanese be able to fit. Number I wouldn't be able to fit my Samoid. top. Number three is Akita. Number four is Husky. And number five is Alaska Malamute. The problem for me is that I can't fit five dog breeds into my two dogs. No, you can't. Bitsis. That's a problem with Bitsis. Uh, number one, Pug. No, see, um, you're, you are incorrect. And then uh, number two, the Pug. Number three, Waimarana. <laughs> number four, uh, Pug. It's just some terrible Number five, Waimarana. Hmm. And number six might be Golden Retrieval and, or Seven Labrador Some or vice versa. Embarrassing choices here from Mitch Doyle. Uh, yeah, the man has had a dog for three weeks. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> chat shit. Shots. Um, he said, retired player you miss the most in the NRL. Luke Stewart. Uh, if it's not, it's Darren Lockyer and Justin Hodges. There's your two. Hmm. God, that's hard the golf in class between our upbringings yeah. on this sport, doesn't it? it does. You're talking about Darren Lockyer and Justin Hodges. I'm talking about Luke Stewart. Yeah. Uh, Dale? Nathan Blacklock. Yeah, that's a good one. And in current play, you'll miss Oh, also the Nathan Merritt, sorry. Mm. He said, current play, you'll miss the most when he retires. Greg Inglis. <clears throat> GI's a pretty good shout. 
He is. Um, um, let's just all say Greg Inglis. Tavita Pangai Jr., baby. Mate. Man who's, man who's owned a dog Talk for about, three weeks. I was going to say, like, <laughs> this, is, this, is the, this is the rugby league equivalent of man who's owned a dog for three weeks. <laughs> man who's seen yeah. TPJ for three weeks. Mate, have seen him for like four years. Oh, okay. Oh, all right, yeah. All right. Right. Only been their Twitter display lane for two years. <laughs> <laughs> um, Warwick Ahern, if the NRL schedule was to change anyway, what would you like to see? His would be NFL Sunday lineup of all games with maybe a Monday night game. Well, they they're not they going to do that. They lose so much money from yeah, TV, yeah. and also I would hate that. Don't do that. I hate that. I like it is how it is here's, now. Here's the thing, right? And people people cite that as an example. The reason why it's different is because in America they have college football on Saturdays, Fridays for high school football. Yeah, that's just how it works because they have huge high school systems in each state, and college football is you know yeah. as big as the NFL. The NFL itself. does not want to be on Sundays alone. It wants to be on Saturdays and yeah, Fridays. But that's why it's not. Yeah, uh, we don't have that here. Yeah. Um, and and also there's there's four different time zones there with f- four lots of teams also and they can point. Yeah. they can play it you know whenever they exactly want exactly really. right but yeah for us I I like the current schedule I want I think it's I'll, fine that's fine the yeah. Friday six pm game is a bit of a nuisance I wish it was yep. six thirty but whatever I'm, I like most of it I like no uh, I football. wouldn't mind Thursday starting a bit earlier yeah Thursday starting at seven instead of eight would be far better yeah. I think mm. um, he also asked with puff tra- pu- sorry puff pastry crust back at Domino's. <laughs> What's the wow. greatest comebacks as recurring comeback item in fast food history? Well, I didn't know puff pastry crust was a thing at Domino's ever. I don't eat Domino's like at all. all right, the, the, is it good? Anyone had that? No. Mm, no not, not, a, not a me the, thing. The greatest comeback is when KFC brings back the double. The double? Every, every yeah, time. Mine are the double and the McDonald's. Those are my two. That was going to be my shout. McCall's is, is very good. Bring back the double, you pricks. The, yeah, the double's great. Um, Swamp it's Duck. It's a sandwich, Dale, but the bread is meat. <laughs> Swamp Duck 04. Should clubs be fined for repeated infringements? What kind of infringements? What kind of penalties? Here? Repeated ones. Yeah, just I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's penalties. A very broad no, question. That, that's just that. Re- re- I don't know. I don't know what the question. They're getting means. fined with points. <laughs> uh, the team are getting. Sealsy one says with the NRL Magic Weekend announced for Brisbane next year, general look at possibly taking it to Toronto, where they will have a growing fan base of the game because of their new franchise. Or will our game always be only popular in traditional areas? Uh, well, that's that team over there. That's the Super League have taken that there. I don't mm. think we can take a full round of NRL overseas. No, but am I pro taking more games overseas? Hell yeah, I'm very pro if, the Denver Test. If it were up to me, yeah. and I know it's not, take the Nines to Toronto. Yeah, something like that. I, would, I wouldn't it's say pre-season. just Toronto, but, but I mean Tor- Toronto is the mythical yeah, beast the in mythical this situation. Beast. Yeah, bloody Nines great stadium like, over there too. We'll yeah. say. Good but yeah, I know people say the NRL doesn't. It's not the international game, but really, the, it's invested in the international game mm. doing better. It always will be. It's it, they're, t- they're tied in together, and the NRL f- funds half the World Cup anyway. You know, they're yeah. tied in together. And yeah. and I mean, there's the, what the Rugby Union World Cup is going to be in the US next year. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the international game has grown a lot in the last five years. Yeah, and it's going to keep going. To it's great. Keep growing. And it's going to keep growing with more. They're doing more international games, mid-year tests again this year, mm. and more yeah. stuff, more good players are going to be in those teams. I mean, we're coming to this point now, by the way. Like now, when Australia next play one of these tests, they've got no Ken Smith, no Thurston, no Cronk. There's a high likelihood that whoever they play out of New Zealand and England, the best player, the best half is not on their team. Yeah. Which is, you know, Gareth Widdop's English and Sean Johnson is, is a Kiwi. Mm. It's a bit of a different world we're coming into. We might be actually getting to a place where parity exists a bit more than it has because we haven't had these guys pulling that us would be out of out of the out of the way. And more guys playing for those second tier comp. It um, reminds me. Nations as well. It reminds me a lot of kind of the last cricket World Cup where you had yeah. you know the four kind of traditionally strong countries: Australia, South Africa, India, and England. And then you have kind of a drop down to about twelve countries. And yeah. That's how it feels with 
with rugby league at the moment. And the, the longer that that goes on, the more of those countries that are in the second tier, for want of a word, mm. are going to become stronger and, and better yeah, exactly. and play more often. And that's what we really want. Because yeah. if, if we have a 12-team World Cup or a 16-team World Cup, it rugby league starts becoming a legitimately global game. Yep. Yeah, much, much more than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, next, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see some Australia play. I mean, we've been used to that; those guys pulling out of sometimes Auss- average Aussie teams into wins. I so just yearn for a day where playing for your country is a bigger deal than playing for your state. Yeah, but hey, we'll be old and grey when that happens, mate. Correct. Uh, Dollar dues. <laughs> no question here, but how much better would coverage be if broadcast properly showed interchange stats and put up graphics showing what a penalty was given for? They do that in the union. And good. they do it for test matches. I know that. Um, I am pro putting up interchange people going on and off. Yeah, I don't Let know why they're so inaccurate with it. Why it's so delayed. Yeah. I don't it's know not like it's difficult. Like one of my first jobs at Fox was to track interchanges at the games. It's not very hard. Well, you I sit there know. and you watch the guy hand the card. You watch the guy run on. You watch the guy. I don't run. know if it could, how it would be that hard to just tap into. I believe they have access to it too. The guys on the sideline, they are called Stat Edge, and they're the guys who run the, the interchange system. I'm pretty sure the the Fox and everyone has access to that already. Well, mate, if we can work how many minutes guys are playing. It's not fucking hard. Hey, it's the exact we, same thing. We can't work out how many minutes blokes are in but, the sim before. So, yeah, but point. sometimes you'll have like five minutes go and they'll be like, there comes the other change on the screen. Like, dude, that guy's been on the field for five yeah. minutes. He's, he, he's scored a try. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then the penalty ones. Well, the penalty reason thing, I don't know. Like, People will complain People will complain anyway. But it's just like... Um, and also they have... like, I mean, the NRL is much more... Uh, much more open, like the referees are much more open with reasons that they give penalties, penalties for, and them. that's very clearly on mic. I know that if you're watching it on mute and you're listening to Triple M or whatever, you're not going to see it, but yeah. if you're watching the game with audio, it's clearly it's clearly audible. It does bug me, though, he said he may even replay. It does bug me how they don't replay every penalty. They replay yeah. some of them, yeah. mm. or every error, yeah. but yeah. But yeah that, I don't think they're, they're major issues, that, mm-hmm. but I would like to see it change more accurate. Yep. On there. Yeah, I think that's, that's all the questions, because about the other like 15 are about who we would like to murder in the media. <laughs> not okay in the business that. of murdering yeah, well, people. Not putting it on record. <laughs> that would be very foolish yeah, it be. When, when it goes to court. That'd be it. Anyway, anyone uh, got anything else any to more say? For any more for any more? No. no I no. hope you feel better, Bungard. I really do. Oh, thanks, guys. Go and get a bin. <laughs> sit in it. Go and get a bin and sit I'll in it. I'll probably be fine tomorrow. The worst is always two days afterwards, so I'll be, I'll be fine tomorrow. Alrighty, thanks for your time, gentlemen. Cool. Thanks, thanks guys. Bye. No. Not you. The bow-legged one. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Damn, baby. That sounds sexy. Uh, here I go. Here I go. Here I go again, uh, girls. Yeah. What's my weakness? Yeah. Okay, they're chillin', chillin', mindin' my business. Word. You saw that I looked around and I couldn't believe this. I swear, I stand. My niece, my witness. The brother had it going over something kind of uh, wicked, wicked. Had to kick it. I'm not shy, so I asked for the digits. I hope no. Don't make me see what I want, slip slide to his whip me. Felt it in my hips, so I dip back to my bag of tricks. Then I flip for a tip, made me want to do tricks. Wanna so lick them like a lollipop should be lit. Came to my senses and I chill for a bit. Don't know how you do the voodoo that you do so well. It's a spell, hell, makes me want to shoot, 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 shoot. I wanna thank your mother for a butt like that Can I get some fries with that shake, shake, booby? If looks could kill you, would be an easy or a shotgun bang What's up with that thing? I wanna know, how does it hang? Straight up, wait up, hold up, Mr. Lover Like Prince said, you're a sexy mother Well, uh, I like them real wild, b-boy style, vibe 
a mile Smooth black skin with a smile Bright as the sun I wanna have some fun Come and give me some of that yum yum chocolate chip honey dip Can I get a scoop? Baby take a ride in my coupe You make me want you Six two wanna hit you. So what you wanna do? What you wanna do? Mm, I wanna shoot. 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 